The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. Several years ago, soon to be eight, I was asked if I wanted to have my own radio talk show, and I said, yes, I'm going to call it the Power of Water. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, and we've been studying for many, many years the dehydration of the body, the water vapor in the atmosphere, and what is causing our water loss in the body, but also earth water dehydration loss, what's happening on our planet. And as I decided to study that and bring this to you as a messenger, to the rest of the world as a messenger, that we need to focus on the priority of all life on the planet. Nothing is more important than water, and this is why. Your body is made up of water. Now, I know you've heard that before, but this is what I'm going to do every single show from now on. I'm going to get a, a, I'm going to get a, a, a concentration a, uh, where you will get up in the morning and you will begin a day knowing you're walking water. And this is this, what I teach. The moment you were born, you entered in the air you breathe in that delivery location from a pocket of water. At that moment, you did not have any water around you from the pocket of water. You had the water atmosphere, the water vapor. We're swimming in water every day. It's invisible. But you would not be alive without it. You must have that water vapor, and it must be healthy. At that moment, the water vapor began to give you the life that you need to stay alive, to be flexible and detoxify, be limber from the skin of your life, which is your skin, to live with the planet Earth at that moment. The eyelid opened, the surface of the eye is 99% water, absorbing that moisture from the air, water vapor. Now, water vapor in the air and your body being water, and I'm going to teach you something, and I don't want you ever forget this. And when you're looking at somebody else, remember, they're a sponge too. The brain is 80 to 85% water. At the moment the eyes begin to develop in the pocket of water and the mother, the brain and the eyes go together at the same moment. They begin to develop as organism at the moment each other began together. The brain is 80 to 85% water. The surface of your eyes is 99% water. 
Now, at that second, the atmosphere for the eyes is very, very important because it becomes electrolytically like a magnet, no different than a a battery operates, no different than a power generates. Everything that depends upon, everything depends upon the air for a plane to fly. Everything depends upon the water vapor in the air called atmosphere. At that moment, the body began to live with that impact with a dehydration effect. The body begins to dehydrate body water loss at that moment. Moisture coming through the skin, detoxifying toxins. Your body and your eyes are beginning to live at that moment for the rest of your life until you pass away and you die from life to death, water in the air. Now, the rest of your body, lungs. I've always said to people, this is why you have to drink 8 to 10 glasses of water with no added ingredients because it wouldn't absorb. To drink water every day is vital for the brain. The lungs are 75 to 80% water. So what, what happens if your lungs are not healthy? It begins to electrolytically spark off problems to the rest of the body. Your liver is 70 to 75% water. Your skin is 70 to 75% water. Blood is 50% water. Yeah, you're going to be surprised. Teeth are 8 to 10% water. Your heart, working with the lungs, working with the liver, 75 to 80% water. Your bones, 20 to 25% water. Your kidneys, to expel the toxin and, and um, recycle the body and, and continue those kidneys must function, 80 to 85% water, and your muscles, 80, 70, pardon me, 70 to 75% water. Now, dehydration needs to get back into your vocabulary. It isn't happening just because you get a high temperature. It started the day you were born. From that moment on, you began a dehydration process. Your health and the health of you to live on the planet Earth, the recycling of all this, because moisture, vapor, humidity, atmosphere was around the planet before water came to the planet for billions of years. So you had that water vapor, but then rain began Because when it's raining, it pulls moisture out of the vapor at that spot. And at that spot, when it began to rain, the water came down, the rains came down, went down in below the surface of the planet into what we call aquifers, and filled up and came to the surface of the planet, called freshwater rivers, streams, lakes. And then the lowest amount that didn't was at the point, it came to the lowest level to become an ocean. So all that water, when it drains, if it isn't absorbing into the location above that aquifer, it's draining down to the ocean. Water vapor is, a, is water in its gaseous state instead of liquid or solid, which means ice. Water vapor is totally invisible. If you see a cloud of fog or a mist, these are all liquid water, not It's all liquid water. It's not the water vapor. Water vapor is extremely important to the weather, the climate, and your body. 
Without it, there would be no clouds, no rain, no snow. It's vital to all your life. I had Dr. Dwayne Cecil sent me some information because I'm getting ready for a UN presentation. And we were talking about how that surface water on the planet is the influence on the water vapor and they recycle each other. So you have a water vapor that's invisible to keep you alive and the planet alive and the planet from slowing down its, they call it drought, I call it dehydration. But that level of your streams, your uh, rivers, your lakes, your streams are vital with that fresh water because they communicate together. But remember, all of the lowest, when they drain down to the lowest level, is the ocean, the seawater, the salt water. But that is not the greatest influence on your life. It's that fresh water on the surface of our planet. We need to bring it back to higher levels. We need to be understanding how important this is to the atmosphere and to your health. Your health will not detoxify. Did you know you shed more toxin than you go to, through the skin than you go to the bathroom? But I'm going to tell you five things that you must learn. Number one, you must learn your body is a sponge, you're walking as a sponge. The atmosphere is vital to your breath. You need to learn to breathe in and out. Breathe in, breathe out, and that pulls the moisture electrolytically to the body. We're all like electric rods. Number two, you must learn to drink eight to ten glasses of water a day. Learn how to do it. It's like Dr. Chow has taught us and other doctors who have been on here from all over the world. Drink eight to ten glasses of fresh water, no added ingredients, or it will absorb. And when you're drinking it, maybe you need two at a time to start. As soon as you get out of bed, two glasses of water. Before you go to work, two glasses of water. There's four. Then during the day, try not to sip it, but find a way to have another glass, full glass at a time, all the way going to bed. Number three, nutrition is vital to you. Each individual is dehydrating differently. And I forgot to tell you, at birth, there are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. Your DNA is different. Guess what? You're dehydrating uniquely on your own. You don't even look exactly like everybody else or anybody else. You're unique. So that dehydration of your life, but you're needing to eat the proper food so it doesn't cause a severe dehydration. Carbohydrates, you're finding out, are a heat. They're they're sweet, sugary, um, heat you up, almost like compost in the manure in the field. Oh, my gosh. You don't want to have all that crap in there. You've got to get it out of there. You've got to detoxify. Number four is moderate exercise. Don't overdo it every day. Number five, sleep. And I've been fascinated, but we're learning more about sleep. Sleep is vital to your health. You must learn how to do it. Don't just go and lay your head on the pillow and say, I'm going to sleep tonight and be restless or what, learn how you personally can sleep. This is all exciting. I, uh, there's something before I go on to our special guest, and I have a very exciting guest on today, that on, go to Facebook, I Care About Water. Out of South Korea, we have Sung Jing Cho, who has submitted what's called it, I'll spell this, S-E-A-W-E-R, skyscraper project 
And this project is, to, is self-supported hydroelectric for power stations. And to be able to clean up the oceans, to do certain things, it's a brand, unbelievable technology. I won't get into it much today, but I'll see if I can get them on the show. They're out of South Korea. But go to your Facebook and type in, I care about water. The other one is type in, uh, uh, search can sewage can be turned into water. And that's the thing we're going to discuss today. I, had, I was listening to uh, one of the tele- programs, uh, television programs recently, and I heard about Orange County Water District. And you know you've heard me talk about Singapore and what's going on with their recycling of water, and I've said to the world, and that's going to be my big presentation when I talk to the United Nations, what I'm going to be doing is the fact that we've got to learn to recycle. Earth is recycling our bodies with Earth. We need to learn to recycle the organism, the life, living water. It needs to be done. It, it should be vital. But today we're having Sean Duane, who is president of the Orange County Water District on. I saw him recently discuss the problems that they were having and the way they solved it down in Orange County. This is going to be fun in California because you've heard me talk about the problems California is having with dehydration effects of the whole state. We will listen to our sponsor first, though, before we talk to Sean. Our sponsor, Biologic Aqua Research, the product, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, is the only product worldwide for a handheld, portable, personal misting, humidifying your eyes to supplement the eyes that are at the surface 99% water. It's a tissue culture grade water that is used. It's the trade secret of the fresh water that Biologic Aqua discovered and the technology. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a supplement of a mist to be able to supplement the eyes. Did you know vision impairment? Loss of vision is water loss. Also, dehydration of the eyes. Be right back with Sean, and we'll listen to our sponsor. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. 
John, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Well, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it, John. I know how busy you must be, and I want to tell the audience that you were elected to the Orange County Water District in uh, 2012, uh, 13 and 14, and uh, they must have recognized that you are very dedicated to the future of technology of water. And before we can go on with our audience, uh, I want them to know this is Sean Duane. And Sean, tell us about what what got you involved. Because when I was watching you on the television interview, you're passionate. You're very much into what you're doing with this. Well, you know, um, I'm I'm a big advocate of science and technology and kind of a data-curious guy. And um, the type of public infrastructure projects we work on here in Orange County is the highest application of science and technology in the world. And so resolving or helping to solve the water supply issues of the county is something that I've taken uh, interest in and great pride in and feel privileged to and honored to have a part or have a hand in uh, trying to resolve uh, some of these issues that our community is facing here in Orange County. So it was just uh, in the spirit of community service and uh, a willingness to volunteer my time to, uh, and then just a, a data-curious nature that uh, kind of led me down this path. And once I was inside of it, I found it sort of irresistible. Well, and now, thank gosh you did, Sean, because I have been sadly using on my radio show the state of California and the United States as a poster child of some of the things that went wrong because of the dehydration drought that's happening in California. And I bring up many times, Sean, the former Governor Brown, who with his legislature built those canals. And it says in the description, they built the canals and went to all that expense so California wouldn't make any mistakes not to preserve the water and value the water so that because their agriculture was their number one economy. Yeah. Um, yes, and you know, we and we're all in it together, Sean. I've been studying water for thirty years. Uh, I went about it a little differently. I went after the human being also, and it's water body water loss and the atmosphere. But the world needs to listen to you, Sean. They need to listen to Orange County. They need to listen to Singapore. Uh, I'm going to be working with something with the UN, and I am saying to the world that recycling water. You were handed a gift, and I want the world to hear what happened here because obviously you needed to come up with some conclusions. You came up with some conclusions to solve some problems that Orange County needed desperately to figure out their water problems. So you went about it in a direction that is the future to me, Sean. Everybody everywhere should be recycling water. And tell we we them, agree with you. Tell tell the world out there because we're a world talk show. You know we're, we're Voice America. Uh, tell the world out there why you decided your group to learn how and how long ago was that to recycle the water? Well, you know the story is is a is a is an old story, and this the problem of the drought and water supply in Orange County is not a new one. Um, some 80 years ago, farmers in this area were, you know, farming and tilling the land, 
and they were using the groundwater basin to irrigate their fields. As their crops and the demand for their product grew, they found that as they irrigated, they were overdrafting the groundwater basin. And so they collectively got together and made a gentleman's agreement among themselves that uh, unless they figured out a solution to recharge that groundwater basin, how to put water back into the ground instead of simply taking it out, that uh, they were going to, you know, have an economic uh, problem on their hands that they didn't want to confront. So they went to the state legislature 80 years ago and formed what's called the Orange County Water District. Well, that problem continued in sometime during the 1970s. They, as the population of Orange County boomed, uh, they con- were confronting this same problem, but now instead of agrarian, it was a population of cit- you know, citizens that needed to be served. And so in the 1970s, they uh, started thinking about water recycling. And then in about 1980, after a decade of thinking about it, they started something called Water Factory 21. And Water Factory 21 is the predecessor uh, of, of the groundwater replenishment system that we'll talk about in a minute. But that Water Factory 21 was the first water recycling project where you would take wastewater and then put it into what uh, we call or see around here as purple pipe systems. It was a separate system of recycled wastewater was used to irrigate land, whereas the potable drinking water water was used for drinking only. So then we had two systems of, uh, of water supply in the county, one specifically for irrigation, one specifically for drinking. By the way, the 21 in Water Factory 21 was to give the folks an idea that uh, we were talking and thinking about the 21st century. It was modern to have water recycling. Can I back you up for just a second? So you you, you did something that I've said for many, many, many years, that in, in our society, our lifestyles around the planet, we all should work together. Don't go and say, oh, you farmers, you're taking all this water away from the da." We we blame you. You work together. Yes. That Absolutely. is vital to everything. I know when you see something that you need the economy, you need the, the business and the economy, the jobs and, and, and the cash movement for society to be able to live and be comfortable and be happy and not be angry and be happy with themselves. You, they've got to have jobs. And, and uh, with California... Your agriculture is known all over the world, not the celebrities. Your agriculture. And that brought the two together. Now, when you decided to do this, before we go on, how did you fund that to get it started? Well, the the farmers got together and they said, if you're going to take water out of the ground, you're going to pay what they called a pump tax. When you pump the water out of the ground, you're going to pay something for each acre foot of water that you take out of the ground, and that that mm-hmm. pump tax went mm-hmm. into a collective pool, and that collective pool then went into building the infrastructure to put the water back into the ground. Today we call we don't call it a pump tax anymore; we call it a replenishment assessment. I love so the I love acre, the word replenishment. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So for every acre foot of water that comes out of the ground, mm-hmm. a retail agency who serves the drinking water to your home is charged the replenishment assessment, and that replenishment assessment is passed along to the consumer who 
every time they turn on their tap, an increment of a penny will flow to the Orange County Water District so that we can continue to build the infrastructure that supports the, our economy and our quality of life. I like the way you say quality of life. Because it's, without uh, the water, there'd be no... <laughs> you, I don't know if you heard my commentary, and I, I think my, my listener is probably going to get tired of it eventually, but I don't care. Without the water, there's no quality. There's no life. Their diseases will be out of control. Uh, so as you began to, to, to understand this, it, became, it probably became more expensive also to because of what you were trying to do, especially when you're starting something new have you, uh, and you're coming along. So have you been able to get a lot of support from the farmers, the ranchers, and the businesses and, uh, out there to support this, uh, knowing how serious it is? Well, one of the things I like to say is water is fundamental to our quality of life and key to the economic development of our community. And those yes. two thoughts pervade, uh, permeate the whole concept of what the Orange County Water District is. And so today, uh, we do have tremendous support from our local community, uh, not only from our local community, but from the nation as a whole, because we truly are setting the standards of how to manage a groundwater basin and how to uh, effectively use the resource in a responsible and sensible way. Right. So we have a we have a tremendous amount of support worldwide, actually, for the projects we've developed, and uh, you know, again, it's just a great privilege to be part of it. I'm going to bring up later in the show uh, about Singapore because what a poster child, too. Okay, now t- describe to our audience what that recycling has meant. Uh, which the process you've had to go through to be able to recycle it and get it to where uh, on the show I saw you uh, drinking it. You had your uh, the um, commentator drink it. People are drinking this recycled water. Yes. Yes, we serve um, today 70 million gallons of recycled water a day gets reserved to the 2.4 million people in our service area. And, uh, yes, every single day people are drinking that water that comes out of that project. The project is known as the Groundwater Replenishment System. It is um, what we do is we take uh, wastewater that would otherwise be dumped to the ocean, and we put it through a four-step process where it is forced through a solid plastic membrane at the molecular level that creates water so pure that we must remineralize it before we can put it in a pipe. We then ship it upstream the Santa Ana River, adjacent to the Santa Ana River, we ship it upstream and we, uh, we, we pour it into an open earthen basin where it, by gravity it is returned to Mother Earth where then it moves in the groundwater aquifer where then retail agencies pump it back out of the ground and serve it to the tap of the consumers who, who pay that replenishment assessment. My goodness. Now, before I go on, the first thing, because I've been studying water, and I'm the founder of technology and water that's unique, uh, and I own patents all over the world because of that. But I'm going to need to ask you, who was, the idea, who was behind this idea, which is a genius? At, of course you're becoming well-known. Uh, who was behind this, Sean? Well, um, I know Governor Brown, when he did the canals in his legislature, that was the description there. But who was behind this brilliant, life-saving, earth-saving idea down in Orange County? 
Well, you know, the, the technology has existed for some time. Reverse osmosis yeah. is, is not necessarily new technology. It's used worldwide for things like desalination on ocean ships and boats and uh, even in right. drinking That's water right. facilities, uh, you know, in Australia and Israel and places like that. So the technology is not something new. What was really unique and new about this was using wastewater right. to put it through reverse osmosis. And then the fundamental or the key characteristic was gaining the public's acceptance to be able to drink it. Mm -hmm. So I like to say that the science and the technology were sort of the easy part. The difficult part was gaining the public's acceptance and the policy behind it. So um, Mm -hmm. the board of directors of the Orange County Water District, those of us who were elected, there was a step that had to be taken, but it couldn't be taken simply by those of us who were elected. It needed to be taken in conjunction with our local community. So what we did were thousands of public outreach meetings where we got together with local community, you know, advocates, and we sort of uh, made them ambassadors of the district. We taught them about the science and the technology and why it would work, and we gained their acceptance, and they became centers of influence for their neighbors and friends and family. So after there's probably 10 years of deliberation, public deliberation over this, the board finally made the decision to appropriate the money necessary to build the project. We mm-hmm. did that in conjunction with not only Governor Brown, but Senator Feinstein, our legislative delegation, mm-hmm. uh, the federal government in partnership, and we built the project known as Groundwater Replenishment System. Wonderful. Oh, my. And, and as you were talking about those ambassadors, did you go out and educate the children, too, the students and the kids? It's a, uh, it is a, one of the important missions of the district to educate school children about the importance of right. water in our local economy. It's vital. It is because we, we live in an arid uh, desert climate here in Southern California. We enjoy fine weather year-round, however, not very much rainfall. Well, children are the greatest ambassadors. If they get excited, they'll get behind, and, and, and all of a sudden, a conversation in the home, and, uh, and it sounds like uh, you went about it just perfect, uh, and I like the word when you called it ambassadors to, to represent the new education, the new cultural uh, lifestyle, let's call it. We're going to have a moment with our sponsor, and then we're going to come back, and then I'm going to talk to you about Singapore, because I know you've had a relationship there, and I'd like to hear what what you may have taught them. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature Tears Eye, as we've just missed. Did you know that 99% of your eyes are water? We'll listen to Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist to supplement the eyes, because the vision impairment... Loss of vision is because of water loss at the surface of the eyes. Well, listen to Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be right back with Sean Duane. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Sean, as we were talking, that the quality of life to live is water. And, and I've been studying water vapor for 30 years, is that water that's invisible in the air and where I where I come from is that fresh water on the surface of the earth has got to reach a higher level to be able to ke- continue to have an influence with the water vapor of the air and the temperatures that go together to recycle each other or we're going to have a problem there. Um, with what you're doing with recycling is the way Earth began its recycling. The way I learned in my scientific group around the world is the, the, the word, modern word to recycle is no different than Earth began with water and began human, any life with water, everything is water, to recycle itself. And what you did there is so exciting to get the world to thinking about recycling. Uh, we were going to have a new lifestyle to recycle what the earth has given us here. And as you know, probably better than I, that the earth had the atmosphere of water before water came to earth. So the earth was surrounded with that atmosphere, and then all of a sudden when the sun came up, it began to recycle, and uh, everything is recycling. Now, with your focus as a district, I hope to gosh, and I'm, uh, I know, I hope you guys are hiring yourselves out all over the world to bring revenue to your district as consultants to go out and show other people how to do this, Sean, because I'm going to bring up Singapore. Now, Singapore is now fully independent, and I've had people on here from Singapore and uh, been around the world. We've talked about Singapore. Did did you go to Singapore, or did they come to you, Sean, to learn how to do it? Well, the, the Orange County Water District, we had taken the lead, so to speak, in this concept of water reuse. And um, we had uh, put together the conceptual plans, drawings, and designs necessary to build the groundwater replenishment system. And we had uh, started our project, and the folks in Singapore approached us about creating a relationship that would share the science and technology and the resources that we developed and they would reciprocate in kind. And so today that relationship still exists. And so we kind of had the uh, the lead on the idea. However, uh, because their system of government works slightly different than ours, they were able to expedite the construction of their project. And theirs, I believe, actually came online slightly before ours did. However, today the relationship exists and we continue to share the science and technology, and we have a very uh, good working relationship where our staff visits with them frequently, their staff visits with us. We share all of the science, technology, and resources we have, 
and then uh, collectively make presentations worldwide to uh, you know anyone who will listen about how we did it and how they could do it too. Well, uh, John, when you said anybody wants to will listen, we're going to make sure they listen, John. I have, John, Sean, I'm 72 years old, and long ago I decided water is a priority, and by gosh in heaven, I put millions of dollars behind what I do. And I have said to the world, look out, we're all coming. Water is going to be the primary focus of all governments worldwide. Sean, I've had the head of water resource from Holland here, from the Netherlands, and I'm sure you know this because you've done a lot with water, that in the old world and in Holland, their first government was elected to for water. They weren't elected to do all this other stuff. Water. And around the world, as you know, Europe and other countries of the world had other challenges when water went bad and they no longer were not could drink the water. They started drinking liquor and beer. And then they go off to China and they learn how to come back with tea. So they boil the tea. And we've had the leaders of the world uh, tea companies on about what's happening out there with uh, that invention called tea to boil the water. But back to Orange County Water District. Uh, what you, now, what is your future of where are you going to go from here? Because you probably have on your plate some new technology that you're going to advance to uh, besides you're getting to know what you're doing. Singapore is doing, and it's, by the way, audience, Singapore is a masterpiece of independence now. And, uh, Sean, you might have described to them. Have you been to Singapore yourself yet? I have not yet visited. It's a when long flight. When people have flight, gone to I... Singapore, what did they come back and tell you uh, about the, the, how clean it is and and the beauty of Singapore with the water? Uh, everywhere you look is practically water. Uh, do you want to explain to the audience, what, if, if anybody who's had a report from Singapore, what they learned? Well, sure. One, one of the things that often goes underappreciated about water is how deeply it's embedded into the supply chain of all the goods and services that we use every single day. You know, our clothing, the cotton in our clothing requires a tremendous amount of water to make and grow the cotton and to weave it into yarn and thread and uh, coffee that people drink worldwide takes a tremendous amount of water to grow the beans and to create the coffee, to wash the beans and everything else. And so it's something like nine liters of water are required for every sheet of paper. Well, in Singapore, they have a high-tech industry making semiconductors and all of the things that modern life relies upon. And one of the fundamental components of that supply chain is an ultra-pure water supply. And so the water that we create through this reverse osmosis process is so pure that they can use it in the manufacture of semiconductors and things like that. So you're exactly correct. The Singapore society is a reflection of the modern world on a level in a scale that is perhaps unlike anything else in the world, and standing behind it all is this ultra-pure water that is not only served as drinking water, but is also used in the process of manufacturing the things that we rely on for our activities of daily living. Amazing. Isn't it amazing? Um, We're coming in a cycle now where, I was saying, where the governments in the old world were elected for water, and uh, now we're coming. I hope that we can, this ambassadorship that you're doing and your team down there and in Singapore and my team throughout the world, that we get the priority back to water, Sean. And then all of a sudden, the children, 
will have a, a, a exciting World Water Day, knowing that it, on May Day we can uh, we can celebrate, uh, for example, water. And it's something that is, it, it, can you imagine how this has been taken for granted? But water is at a crisis, Sean. You know this. There's a water crisis all over the world. If there's no boundaries. And we can look out at the United States of America and look at where we have, like I, I live in southern Oregon, in Grants Pass, Oregon, and we have the Rogue River go right through us, and it looks so beautiful. Its influences are from uh, the Crater Lake region that used to be Mount Mazama, from one of the largest rivers in the world in the, in the continent was this river that came through here and is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And this is where we've got to change that. We've got to bring our resource of life is in water. The soil is a species. of a species. The aquifers, aquifers below is a species. It's all living, recycling the water. Now, what are some of the latest advancements that you guys are thinking about? Because everything and technology kind of moves on also. Are there some new things that you're looking at to do that... You could explain to us. Sure. One of the things that's very important in the in the process of the groundwater replenishment system, one of the things that makes the biggest difference is those reverse osmosis filters. And as I said before, what we have to do is force the water through a solid plastic membrane at the molecular level. And what that does is it screens out things like viruses, bacteria, pharmaceuticals, hormones, things that would otherwise mm-hmm. be present in the wastewater system that we're recycling need to be screened out so that solid plastic membrane provides that filter. Well, Mm -hmm. when it goes through that membrane, it takes a tremendous amount of energy to force those water molecules through. So membrane technology is advancing very quickly. To kind of put this in perspective, when we started the project, the necessary pressure was about 650 pounds per square inch to force the water through those membranes. Today, because of the advancement in the materials, we've dropped or reduced the pressure necessary to about 150 pounds per square inch. Well, what difference does that make? Well, the difference that it makes is that it uses much less energy. So today, on the near horizon, is a uh, membrane filter called uh, made out of something called graphene. Graphene is the is is a literally world changing substance in the next decade, you are going to see, we are going to see the transformation of material science by the incorporation of graphene into every product that we, that we have. And one of those will be a water filter that uh, Lockheed Martin is working on. They have branded and trademarked a name for their graphene reverse osmosis filter, and they call it perforene. So the significance of that is they claim in their scientific literature that it will reduce the energy consumption by a factor of 100. The filter Mm -hmm. itself operates at the osmotic pressure. In other words, it would be like taking a cup of water and pouring it through the screen on your, you know, the screen door. And so the water molecules simply go through, whereas everything else is left behind but there is much, much less energy consumed, much less pressure necessary to make that process happen. So that is the cutting edge of the research uh, that we're working on today. In fact, we're 
have had conversations with the folks at Lockheed Martin about helping to test and commercialize that product and try to bring it to the market so that the world will benefit as a result. Right, right. And then the more you do, the more everybody gets into it, the the expense goes down because there's more people adding to the um, movement of, of purchasing it. And, and, and look at the jobs, Sean. Look at the new businesses, the new technology inventions, the new businesses yes, out there in the you're, world. You're, you're exactly correct about that. In California, we have a burgeoning population of 39 million people, 3 million of them living here in Orange County. Uh, so one in every 100 Americans lives within about 20 or 30 miles of where I'm standing. And serving the not only the needs of the activities of daily living of all those folks, but then again, when we look at the incorporation of water into the supply chain of the products and services that they buy, this is a tremendous undertaking in a scale, on a scale that is almost unimaginable. Certainly would have been unimaginable 80 years ago when the Orange County Water District was formed. There were only 30,000 people living here in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Today, 3 million. So in the short 80 years, uh, we've gone from a farming society to a extremely densely populated urban economy that uh, has, uh, you know, a lot to do with the economy of the United States and a lot to do with the economy of the world as a whole. Now, is is Disneyland in Orange County? Disneyland is in Orange County. Yeah. Can you imagine operating Disneyland? Yes. With water? Disneyland Disneyland has been a great part. (laughs) I'm going to tease you for a minute. I've noticed on here you had on your, uh, we pick it up, uh, Orange County District on water facts and how much water does it take to, uh, to live your daily, you know, to do the manufacturing and then live your daily life. But can you, you didn't put on here and to run Disneyland. <laughs> but it's funny that you bring that up. Disneyland is a, is a partner with the Orange County Water District. In, uh, oh, how of, wonderful. Yeah, one of the things that they do with us is they we, we put on what's called the Children's Water Education Festival every oh. year. We bring in thousands and thousands of heaven with what you said. Yeah, thousands there, and thousands of kids come from around Orange County, and we put them through a whole day of science and technology. And the folks at Disneyland help us put those on, and they also oh. help us host the uh, Orange County Water Summit. It's an annual oh. event where we invite world world <laughs> leaders. Yes. And Disneyland graciously uh, puts that event on at the Disneyland Hotel. And they also are a worldwide steward of the resource of water because on Disneyland property, they have all kinds of high uh, science and technology recycling their water to make sure that they're efficient and a good conservation steward of that most precious resource. Right. I need you to do something for me, though, sometime. I was a guest uh, speaker at the Blue Mountain Middle School up in Upper New York on water, and they were going to be studying water. And sometime you, we need to do, I need to talk to you guys about this. When I go to discuss water with somebody, Sean, I start out with, Sean, you're water. You personally are water. You, in, you left your, the pocket of your mother's womb you in, from water. You came into the invisible atmosphere of water. What keeps you alive is the atmosphere, water, vapor. But you begin a dehydration at that moment, personally. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, no two DNAs. We even look a little like different, I mean. 
the children, when I did that, they brought them into the audience, and the faculty came in more abundantly because they thought the kids might get bored. And, Sean, I got a standing ovation. They allowed it to last 15 minutes longer. The kids were like they just won the tournament. I mean, they were so... I, I approached them personally that they're water. And once they decide, they, they could understand that if they're a water and the atmosphere is keeping them alive is water, and that drinking eight to ten glasses of water to replenish day, not with added ingredients, and the, the rivers and the streams and the lakes and the influence on that on the planet, water, and, and, this, and the atmosphere of the, of the solar system are all connected to what is happening here on the planet Earth. All of a sudden, these kids responded because... Of they, all of a sudden they thought, oh my gosh, I never thought of myself as water. And that you are a walking sponge. Did you know, Sean, in the womb, the eyes and the brain connect together at the same time? That's nature's method of recycling because when you open your eyelid, the water, the surface of the eyes is 99% water. That water vapor absorbs to the eyes to give you the electrolytic ability to be healthy, have a healthy sight. But if you're dehydrating too quickly, you will eventually have a vision impairment, but that also affects the water on the brain. See where I'm coming from? Then yeah. we go outside and we look at the planet. We oh, don't go outside. We look at the planet Earth, and it has its soil that is vital, sand, is because it's losing its microorganism of life becoming sand. It's the soil that has the microorganism to replenish the humidity and the air and work with the temperature of the atmosphere. Fresh water is the influence around the world because when fresh water came to the surface, it began to have this recycling with the atmosphere that was here first. These children, and even adults, the doctors, the medical field, everyone needs to know that, guess what? We're all in this together. And what you're doing in Orange County Water District and you as the president with your team and resources, you're beginning to build what I believe is the future of more jobs, more technology, and and more advancement in people's education to understand what we're all about on this planet. Uh, we're, we've, we've had a tendency to lump it all up into different things that people don't understand. If we start at the water, and the water in your body, my body, everybody's body, the leaf is water. Everything is water. But it's relating to the atmosphere, the water vapor. And now this recycling plan really came from the planet and as we learn what the planet is doing every day and what is necessary, then all of a sudden we look at all species as the recycling of Earth's recycling. You can't, you can't ignore one, one species. But the species of the soil, the species of the water in the atmosphere, and the life of the fresh water on the planet, it's all got to come together because, Sean, we're in a very serious water crisis around the world, as you know. So what you're doing as a group is vital. Now, do you know of any place else in California that's using you as the poster child that you can hire yourselves out? <laughs> and I'm stressing, well, hire yourselves out with this information so you guys get to put money back into your economy of what you're doing. 
Well, there's a, it's interesting that you brought that up. The, today, there's about 1.3 billion gallons of wastewater that's dumped into the ocean that could otherwise be recycled. And so San Diego, uh, last Tuesday, the City Council of San Diego uh, took the first step to move forward on their water replenishment system, similar to ours, and they have now taken that very first, uh, very important first step of, of the city council um, making the decision to move forward the design, the development of that project. And in addition to that, uh, the city of Los Angeles is now beginning to take the tentative steps necessary to move forward with their project. Mm-hmm. So up and down the coast of California, I suspect we will see in the near future, that these types of projects become very commonplace, not only in California, but everywhere in the United States. Right, right. And now with Singapore, uh, have you heard of any other country besides Singapore that's doing what they're doing? Well, it's, uh, our Congressman Rohrabacher is on the House Foreign Affairs Committee and his travels around the world. He regularly discusses our project with the ambassadors and heads of state of foreign countries around the world. And as a result of his visits, people uh, from all over the world come and visit the Orange County Water District. And right. In many cases, we return them with a tremendous amount of scientific literature necessary for them to figure out how they could implement these projects. But uh, yes, everywhere in the world, our project has drawn the attention, garnered the attention of those who can help to move these projects forward. And I suspect, again, that not only in America will you see these types of projects, but worldwide. Right. And it's just figuring out the financing uh, for those who have a challenge getting even the school budgets passed, John. But if, yes. the, if, if there's another technology of understanding, how do we get people involved to be able to finance this and make it a priority? Not, 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 nothing below it, the priority of all, everything there is. Well, we only have a moment left. What would you like to leave your audience with? Well, I, I would just like to say it's a privilege to be on your show, and if there's anything I can do for you or anybody else out there, please contact me. I'm easy to find. In addition to that, I would invite you and all of your listeners to come visit us at the Orange County Water District. We regularly host public tours, and we'd be happy to do so for any member of your audience or those listening today. And what is your website address? www.ocwd.com. It's the Orange County Water District. And, um, okay. Easy to find, just Type in the Orange County Water District. I'm sure you'll come upon our mm-hmm. on our presence on the web. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody goes over, to, uh, if anybody comes down to the Orange County, they can make arrangements to go on a tour. Now, do you have to have pre? Uh, uh, you have to set that up uh, to to be a guest, or do, they can just walk up. Um, you, you probably could just walk up. We don't have a whole lot of people that do that, but uh, okay. Guess you probably well, could. You probably could do that, or otherwise just simply give the district a call. The phone number's on there and tell them you're interested in the public tour. Yep. All right. Well, wonderful. Sean, thank you for your, what you're doing to give up what you're doing and tell everyone I said hello because the future is what you're doing, and that is the most exciting thing about living on a planet uh, because it's the water. And, and I'll just be uh, – it's the power of the water, Sean. I'm with you 100%. Thank you, and thank you for giving us your valuable time today. Thank you very much. You have a nice day, and you be well. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Wow. Um, I have said this so many times on a show. Uh, What have we learned here? 
from Orange County Water District in California. Um, I'm going to say to the rest of California, put the priority into water. You're a beautiful state. I'm living in Oregon in the Rogue River Valley. We know how valuable it is with water, and California is so beautiful that water, water, water is what you are all about and your beauty. I want to thank you for listening today. Uh, Sean DeWayne from Orange County Water District was so exciting for all of us to listen to. They're the masters of recycling water. And can you imagine how it's going to clean the oceans up now with all this new technology? I want you to embrace your life, every special moment. It's your life, but it belongs to somebody else, too. You have quite an influence. But earth whispers, never say goodbye. Leave something behind and pay it forward with the power of water. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Hour.com.